Hi there. Welcome to episode 162 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. Back in the days of the PlayStation, Final Fantasy VII's massive success set Squaresoft on a path of releasing a number of successful RPGs for the platform. One game that everyone wanted them to make, though, was a proper follow-up to the SNES classic Chrono Trigger. Instead, they got games that were related to the seminal SNES RPG without actually being direct sequels. One such game had loose ties to Chrono Trigger, while forging its own path to indirectly spawn not one, but two loosely related sequel series of its own. Keep your eyes peeled for Luca references, because tonight we listen to the music of Xenogears for the Sony PlayStation. Can we catch the Well, hi there, Matt. Hello, Chris. How the heck are you? I I'm good. Me Can't too. Complain. Yeah, good. I'm excited about this. I've uh, this 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 comes to us from uh, Chronodin on the uh the 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 old Discord and the uh I forget where he requested this. It was either on Discord or it was on uh um the Patreon. But Chronodin uh requested Xenogears and well. Twist Here my we, arm, you know. Yeah, <laughs> this right. <laughs> it's been on my list of things to do for ages, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm always excited to hear music I haven't heard before. So same here, especially from from this composer. So, so Matt, yes, sir, hit us with some history. Certainly, Xenogears released for the PlayStation in October 1998 in the U.S. and February that same year in Japan. It started life to a degree as a potential sequel to Chrono Trigger, but wound up morphing into its own thing though some light references to Chrono Trigger remains hidden within the game. It tells the story of a young man named Faye who is set uh, out to save the world, like you do. It was a moderate success, but never got a direct sequel. Instead, many of the original development team moved on to create the Zeno Saga series for Namco, which itself saw a handful of releases. After that, the team at Monolith Soft created the Xenoblade series for the Nintendo, which itself is very loosely related to both Xenogears and Xenosaga, though not officially, thanks to the games being owned by different companies. The music in Xenogears was composed by Yasunori Mitsuda, further cementing the game's connection to Chrono Trigger. Mitsuda's career is quite impressive with games like Chrono Cross, Inazuma Eleven, Xenoblade Chronicles, and the upcoming Sea of Stars on his resume. Matt, do you have a personal history with this game? I do not. Me neither. Well, that's not entirely true. I remember it came out. People told me it was related to Chrono Trigger. I thought it looked neat. I bought it. I played it for about, I don't know, I must have put maybe a half an hour into the game. Oh. And there are so many random encounters, I I couldn't keep going. I, uh. I, I, I... Put a few minutes into it when it first came out and then didn't play it. And then years and years later, I decided to try and go back and give it a whirl on my PS3. Mm-hmm. And this random encounters just killed me. It was every couple of steps. And I, the battle would happen. And then I'd be like, all right, what was I doing? Okay, I'm trying to go. Oh, damn, another battle. <laughs> and just keep going and going. Uh, so I never made it anywhere into this game. I really thought it had a neat premise and, and looked cool, though I remember almost nothing about it. So... Uh, I don't think I knew at the time that uh, Yasunori Matsuda did the music, so I'm very excited to give this a listen and see if I actually recognize any of the music or or, or what. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, Chrono Din was nice enough to give us descriptions of all these songs and what uh, 
where they take place in the game and all that jazz. So we have a little something to go on since Matt and I are completely ignorant of the uh, entire situation here. So, I'm, I'm ignorant of other things too, but <laughs> anyway, let's see here. Uh, he picked 11 tracks, I think for us to go through. So I'm just going to kind of run through the first track. We're going to get started. Obviously that's where we're going. It's a good place to begin. Yeah beginning at the beginning so the first track is called dark dawn uh or though you may have heard of it called light from the netherworlds this is the music that plays over the opening cinematic opening with the words i am the alpha and the omega on screen it depicts a large ship traveling through space that is taken over by a living weapon that the ship has been transporting at one point it hacks their systems and displays the words you shall be as gods over and over again on all the monitors Finally, the captain orders an evacuation. The ship crashes, and it cuts to the wreckage of an unnamed planet, where we're left with the vision of a lone woman standing up from the debris, nude with long purple hair, looking out at the rising sun over the ocean. Who is she? Why is she nude? You'll have to play about 60 more hours of the game to get those Uh, answers. Oh, (laughs) no! (laughs) Okay, well... All right, well... Way to set the stage. All right. Our first track, Dark Dawn, begins now. Enjoy.
meh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what's so funny about that? The whole time it's playing, I'm like, can I get away with saying something similar? <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a starter, huh? Like, all right, so that was Dark Dawn from Xenogears, and boy, that was um that was a lot of song. It was, it was very um very emotional, very uh, uh, sweeping, very epic, uh, very Chrono Trigger too. Holy cow! Mm-hmm. Especially that beginning part reminds me it's very. Uh, the words "mammon machine" start floating around in my head when I started hearing that beginning part. Like, wow, this is that is a stylistic, stylistically similar song to some Chrono Trigger stuff. And then it just it just kept going, and it was uh, relentlessly epic. That was a gorgeous piece of music. Really, really a uh, heck of a starter. I really appreciate that you just said uh, a heck of a lot of music. Like, so I find that with a lot of more modern uh, gaming soundtracks, um, even though there is a push for the more like 8-bit and 16-bit stuff too as well from like independent creators, um, you know, it's it's this very sweeping, very uh, atmospheric slash orchestral, uh, you know, soaring pieces and they're all gorgeous right and this is no exception um this was done very very well it's it's uh, having had you read that uh opening i can almost kind of see how it uh it plays out you know with the backdrop of the music i can kind of i can kind of see the story to it which is really fascinating um but why is she naked chris anyway um I suspect Which, her clothes burned up in the in the crash, but I I mean I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to play the game. <laughs> Sixty hours later, I know it. Um, no, fantastic track. All all jokes aside, I love I love that it goes to different places. There's a handful of different emotions and stuff that 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 uh, you know are conveyed through it. It's well done. Yeah, really, heck of a heck of a starter. Good job. Yeah, let's see what's up next. This next one. Uh, <laughs> As someone who's proud of where they come from, this song is called "My Village Is Number One." So uh, I don't know if there's this pep rally going on or something. That's a, a, a great great track name. So I yeah, really don't know what to expect. I'm I'm expecting some RPG town music. Hopefully this. We'll see how wrong I am. Here is "My Village Is Number One" from Xenogears. Enjoy.
Oh my heart. <laughs> that is my village's number one. And oh, that was, I remember this song. This, I remember the little time I spent with Xenogears and I remember this song and thinking, I'm going to like this game. <laughs> and I, I, God, it really makes me want to go back and try and make myself get through it because it's just perfect RPG town music. It really reminds me of some Chrono Cross. Uh, another another Telmeni, I think, is the song in specific that this is reminding me of with a, a similar cadence. And I know it's not bagpipes like it is in that song, but it's got a very similar feel to it. It's just joyous, wonderful, glorious RPG town music. And oh, boy. This just pulled right at my heartstrings. I like this one a lot. It's a very beautiful piece of town music. It it falls right into the, uh, I, I don't know, the pantheon of town music. It's got the right, you know, orchestration. It's got the right uh, the uh, instrumentation. Um, but I, I, it's beautiful. It's a it's a very beautiful track. I love it a lot. Actually, um, I could see myself kicking around the town just to listen to this music. Yeah, I would. I would yeah. definitely. I remember walking. I I remember liking this song, and it was really just a hit me with a very strange and unique feeling of nostalgia. Like not just for this type of song, uh, but for this specific short period of time where I was like, I'm gonna sit down and play Xeno Gears. Like, oh, oh, to have that kind of time, you know, <laughs> to, to, right. to dedicate to an older RPG without all the quality of life things, like being able to speed things up and save whenever the heck you want, like. Uh, this was wonderful. Oh, I'm I'm very happy so far. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging so far. Well, the next track is called... Oh, I forgot to read his description. Oh, I what was, a I, goofball. I thought you were just reading them, uh, that you were going to read them afterwards at this no, point. No, no, yeah. All right, well, let's see. Uh, number two, my village is number one. Uh, the basic village theme that plays while the protagonist Faye is running around the small community of Lahan where he lives after having been found several years back. No memory of where he came from or how he got there. Everything is innocent and peaceful, for now. And oh. that's displayed in Mitsuda's ability to write a really great town theme. You darn tootin'. Several yeah. of Xenogear's tracks give major vibes of Chrono Trigger, another of Mitsuda's masterpieces, and this definitely does that. I couldn't agree more. All right, so uh, I'm going to remember that you wrote all these things. <laughs> and next track is called Steel Giant. Chronodin says... One of the boss themes usually played when battling against a more minor opponent. Great battle music that really conveys a sense of excitement, but also urgency. Well, we do like uh, boss music here on the Wayback Podcast, so let's get to Steel Giant. Enjoy.
with Steel Giant, and you weren't kidding. That is some RPG boss music if I ever heard it. <laughs> it really is, though. Yeah. What's funny to me, though, is that it starts so similar to the Chrono Trigger theme. Like, it mm-hmm. starts off with the timpani and kind of really similar note, and then it just transitions into some, some boss music. That was a good time. I this one sounds really familiar to me too. This this is this is ringing a bell. I I know I've heard this I, during my play my playtime. Mm-hmm. Well, you did say you got into a fight every fifteen feet. So. Yes, it's entirely <laughs> probably really good chance. Ran into <laughs> something with this music. Um, yeah, everything Cronodin said was was absolutely accurate. There's a this big sense of urgency, but uh, you know it's this boss battle or. Not boss battle, but it's that you know uh, JRPG style, uh, you know fantasy boss. I keep saying boss, fight music, battle music. That's what I want to keep saying. It's battle music, right? Um, it's got everything, right? It's got the timpani, it's got the the orchestra hits, it's got you know the the horns, the triumphant horns and stuff. It's 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 right in there with with everything else. It's that's it, really good. That's a really really great piece of music. Yeah, gr- agreed. Very. Very good stuff. Very good. Very bossy. <laughs> very boss-like. It's very much telling me what to do. All right. <laughs> Track number four is called Eve, <laughs> the the ancient uh-huh. dance. A v e h. It just it seems so lethargic in the way it's written. Just Eve, <laughs> Eve, the ancient oh, dance. Eve, the ancient dance. Uh, let's see. Chronodin <laughs> says this play. <laughs> This plays in this. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm sorry. Go ahead. This plays in the city of Bladavik. Oh. You know, sometimes, sometimes fantasy names are just like. <laughs> no comment. Ah, uh, Bladavik, the capital of the nation of Eve. When you visit <laughs> the city, there are people everywhere in a marketplace running through the middle of town. The track is very reminiscent of a festival and is actually quoting another theme from the soundtrack that is usually associated with the character Bart, who you find out has some very strong ties to Eve. I, boy, I hope the Bart song is the Bartman from The Simpsons. Do the Bartman. Do the Bartman. Do the Bartman. Do the Bartman. Everybody back Oh boy! Uh, all right. Well, I, I love me some good festival music from a video game. Count me the heck in. So here is Ave, Ave. I I don't know. I can't not say it goofy. I have no idea how to say that without sounding like a weirdo. Uh, the ancient dance. Enjoy.
Alright, that was Ave, the Ancient Dance, and that was Pleasant. What a delightful festival tune. Yeah, it had um it had those hand drums that you would associate with like uh you know, mm-hmm. what do you call it? Medieval European festivals, perhaps uh midsummer, not as scary. Um let's see. It, it uh, you know basically like the hand instruments you think um you you would associate with this sort of stuff. It's it's done really, really well. Yeah. Um yeah, it's, a, again, another beautiful piece of music. Yeah, sounds like you're in a Renaissance festival. In a good way. Yes. I love a Renaissance festival. Yeah, Ren Fairs are great. Yeah, it was a good, yeah, man. good time. Liked it. Very, very dancey. Very, uh, exactly what you described. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, let's keep going. Track yes. number five is called Fuse. Chronodin says, a fairly straightforward action track that plays during moments of tension and panic. When something is going wrong or someone is attacking and our heroes have to race to stop whatever is happening. Okay, I'm in. It's funny because as I'm reading these descriptions, I'm like, okay, I know what this track is in Chrono Trigger. Let's see how it sounds here. Right. Like, I know exactly what the tension track is from Chrono Trigger. So here comes Fuse from Xenogears. Enjoy. Okay, that was Fuse from Xenogears, and boy, oh boy, that really reminded me of the, uh, oh, what's that song called from Chrono Cross? Um, 
Well, I guess it is the, uh, it's not the battle music. It's the music that plays in the very beginning of the game. When you first do that opening sequence where you and kid and, uh, random third person are going after links, but it really reminds me of that song a lot. Uh, it was good music. Very different from the, uh, um, tension music in Chrono Trigger that I was thinking of. So that's pretty cool, but they're very, got lots of, uh, Chrono Cross vibes off of that one. Um, to me, I felt like it, it could have almost gotten away with being a, a battle music, too, of, like, definite lesser um, uh, enemies. Um, but I like I like that style of music. Uh, what, did, what did he say? Tension and panic when something is going wrong or someone is attacking and the ears have to race to stop. Yeah, there, there's a lot of tension in that. I like that, um, that slow burn. Uh, so to speak, it's that was a really good piece of music there. Yeah, solid pick. All right, yeah. I'm enjoying this. Let's yeah. move on to track number six, Thames, the Men of the Sea. So uh, this, Thames, Thames, however you say this, I'm not British. Uh, all I know is that when I used to watch <laughs> Danger Mouse on Nickelodeon, this the word would show up on the screen every single time. <laughs> Danger Mouse was great. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> well, I never knew in the first place. Chronodin says, This plays when you are on the Thames. The Thames? The Thames? The, the, Fred. A large salvage ship run by someone known only as the Captain, a walrus-looking demi-human who takes being a man of the sea very seriously. <laughs> I love this already. All right. <laughs> uh, this is Thames. The Thames? Fred. Fred, the man of the sea. Enjoy.
That definitely sounds like the kind of music that would play if there was a walrus man who was very serious about being a man of the sea <laughs> on my screen. Oh, my goodness. When I think of serious walruses, I will think of this song. <laughs> and now I will, too. Thanks. Oh, it was a good piece. It was like, it was, it was nice. I like that. I, I yeah definitely I really appreciated the uh, the kind of vocalizations of the like ha ha like yeah that very to me... like a crew working on a yes, ship you know exact that's exactly what I was gonna say right yeah yeah I liked it it was fun definitely yeah. I can definitely see myself in an RPG walking around talking to tons of NPCs to that music for sure oh right like on a ship yeah definitely yeah, no question. All right, we're, this is going well. This is going well. All right, uh, number seven <laughs> is called A Prison of Peace and Regret, uh, or you may have heard of this track called A, Sh- A Ship of Regret and Sleep. Okay. Uh, you know, just this, it's a video game soundtrack that's in Japanese, so naturally names get uh, different names mm-hmm. plopped all over the internet. So anyways, Cronodon says, I actually really love this track. Well, I should hope so. Otherwise, why are you making us listen to it? <laughs> I mean, you make an excellent point. <laughs> I actually hated all the tracks up until now. Ha ha, suckers. <laughs> I just wanted to listen to you suffer. Why would you do this? All right. I actually really love this track. It gives the sense of someone who was composed and in control, but there's a sadness underneath. This track is all the more powerful the way it's used as at key moments in the story. Hmm. Well, not having the uh, relation to the key moments in the story. Let's see how the uh, track holds up for us with no context. Here is in a prison of peace and regret. Enjoy.
Okay, that was In a Prison of Peace and Regret, and that was a beautiful piece of music right there. Very harpsichordy. Uh, I can definitely see this. I can see how this would have more of an emotional impact had I, you know, not the actual context mm -hmm. within the game itself. But just taken as a piece of music on its own, it's really, really quite, quite gorgeous. Yeah. Um, you don't hear the harpsichord all that often. And, and then I think the harpsichord is intrinsically tied to soundtracks like Castlevania and, you know, these gothic-y, horror-esque, or, you know, games. Um, and and media, for that matter. Um, but uh, that was done really, really well. It's actually a very beautiful piece of, um, of music there. I quite quite enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. So it was, it was really nice. I do wish I had the context. Uh, it it's it is effective right. in making me want to know more about the the context of the track itself. But uh, stay curious, my friends. <laughs> take taken as a thing on its own is a very nice piece. So cool. All right, track number eight is called "Night of Fire." Cronodin uh, says, "Boss music that's played when you face off against a major enemy." While this yes. is a really great boss theme, what's interesting about this track is that at one point you hear what sounds like radio gibberish, which is probably what they were going for, but this is actually a clip of Judge Robert Thomas saying the total sentence imposed is 10 during the 1991 manslaughter trial of Christian Brando. Why? Nobody actually knows. Huh. That's a very weird and interesting bit of information. Fascinating. All right. Well, Night of Fire it is. Here's your boss music. Enjoy.
was Night of Fire. What'd you make of that one? Now that I know that there's uh that samples in there, right? Uh, I don't know if it. Uh, I don't know if not knowing it going into it would have made it cooler, but I still think it's cool. I mean, it, it goes back to my love of like, you know, music that takes samples from movies and TV shows and you know all sorts of other places and. You know, when done right, it really just, as the kids say, slaps. <laughs> um, I think uh, I think that fit very well here. I liked it a lot. I, uh, overall, though, I, I like this track a lot. It's got that very brooding, slow um, timpani. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 horns are with it too. They they keep that that plodding pace. Um, and and I like the 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 main melody. Like it's. It's it, it all comes together so well. Um, it's a, r- a really good track. Really, really good track. Yeah, I very much uh, very much enjoy this as well. I mean, I like some good boss music, as always. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> I agree with everything you said. Hey, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much to add. It's, uh, the timpani is just really reminding me of Chrono Trigger a lot, which is not a bad thing at all. So No, not in the least bit, no. Okay, let's keep going. Our next sure. track, track nine, is called June Bur- June Mermaid. Uh, this, uh, as Chronodin says, one of the most gorgeous tracks in the soundtrack. This is the theme song of the character Emerelda, and depending on the translation, is sometimes called October Mermaid. And at a few points in the game, you can access a jukebox to play various tracks from the soundtrack. And in-game, this is even called September Mermaid. Spoiler. Uh-huh. Emerelda is not a mermaid. <laughs> uh, false advertising. I want my money back. Well, uh, let's listen to uh, June, October, September mermaid. <laughs> Just going to call this one Calendar Mermaid. All right, let's give it a listen. Enjoy. Thank you. 
right, that was June Mermaid, and you weren't kidding. That's a that's a really yeah. pretty piece of music right there. Yeah, I I could see why it's got the mermaid moniker. I mean, it feels very um it does have an aquatic feel to yeah, it. Yeah. Aquatic is the perfect word I was going to say underwater, but that wasn't uh wasn't enough. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Very beautiful. The um it, again, the instrument choices are just it's warping my brain because there's so many similar <laughs> instruments to Chrono Trigger, but they're in such high fidelity right now, you know, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, because this is, a, this is the PlayStation. So there's no compression going on that, that particular, whatever that chimey music box, whatever thing is happening, that's playing the main bit of this is very, very used in Chrono Trigger. And it's a, mm-hmm. it's fun to hear. Very, very pretty, very pretty piece of music. Well done. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay, next up we have Graf, Emperor of Darkness. This is going to be a nice peaceful town theme, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a shop tune. Oh, this is... De- Where's the shop music, Cronodin, huh? <laughs> Where's my shop music? Know your audience, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cronodin says, This is the theme for Graf, one of the game's major antagonists. Excuse me. While channeling his best Darth Vader, Graf is actually a fascinating villain whose backstory you learn about later on and explains why, in my head at least, the one section of the tune drops back and feels much more sorrowful. One of my favorite video game antagonists and is responsible for some of the coolest villain scenes in any RPG. Well, don't oversell it. Uh, (laughs) Let's go ahead and give it a listen here is Graf, Emperor of Darkness. Enjoy.
Okay, that was Graf, Emperor of Darkness, and uh, not what I was expecting. I um, I, I, I kind of expected something much more upbeat, but this is something that are this is something that happens in RPGs a bunch, where it's you get a a bigger boss, and instead of going faster and harder, it kind of pulls things back to just slower and more plotting and epic. Um, I have no visual for what this battle looks like, but I got to say that the, the music itself pretty, pretty darn impressed by. I, I do like that. Uh, basically what you just said about uh, the big bad in, in our JRPGs and stuff. I like that they, they pull it back. Cause I feel like if you're running at a hundred miles per hour, the whole game, you're going to be exhausted and you know, you might miss something or there's a level of dynamic that doesn't get hit. And therefore, um, you know, it goes back to that exhaustion thing I talk about, whether it's, you know, kind of as a gamer or, uh, you know, you're emotionally invested or whatever, you get exhausted. But um, I like this. Uh, the other reason I like this is because um, it gives uh, it gives like a level of humanity to the villain. Mm-hmm. I'm always a big fan of a villain that I can kind of see myself going like well yeah of course he's got to destroy the whole planet he got a hangnail i get it um but you know with more realistic things like you know i always talk about killmonger from the first um black panther film is very sympathetic character where you sit there going oh i'm identifying with the villain Uh uh-oh you know (laughs) um and i think the song does that right like okay you right off the bat I'm, i'm assuming he's some kind of imposing character figure you know if it's a JRPG, he's got some crazy cape or, you know, crazy hair or something, maybe a giant weapon. And that's the that's the first thing you get is, you know, judgment by uh, visual. But then uh, you get that sorrow on the tail end of the loop. And that's the part that brings the humanity back around. Oh, he's not just a bad guy for being a bad guy. He's got a real reason for it. And it's those kind of... Um, elements to the storytelling that i really 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 appreciate um this piece of music was fantastic again we go back with the timpani and stuff like that uh just uh, beautiful orchestration um excellent um uh what's the word i'm looking for it's it's just written in such a beautiful way the way uh the dynamic of of the music this you know present militaristic which is probably not a word uh, military style. I believe militaristic is a word. Sweet. Uh, I'm in the habit of making up my own words, so I apologize. <laughs> so, um, you know, that married with the the more heartfelt, sorrowful piece is brilliant. Just brilliant. Yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed that. Uh, good pick. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that just leaves us with one left, and it's called Flight. I'm expecting something from the Pilot Wing soundtrack here, but, you know. <laughs> I've been surprised before. Sadly, this does not appear to be shop music. Ah, <sighs> huge letdown. What a lost, <laughs> missed opportunity. Chronodin says, exciting action set music different from the track Fuse. I should hope so. From earlier, that was tense <laughs> and almost frightening. This one is inspiring and plays in moments of triumph. One of the best times this plays is actually a scene featuring a small purple furry thing named Choo Choo. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to spoil the scene for anyone who hasn't played it but might still because it really needs to be seen to be believed. The melody is actually a faster version of the theme usually associated with Maria, a child who pilots a giant mech named Sibzen. 
Her uh, theme, yeah, yeah well, I'll, I'll take it. Her theme can be heard in another track called Gathering Stars in the Night Sky. Okay, cool. Well, here is the last track of the show, Flight. Enjoy.
That was flight, and I could have listened to that all day. <laughs> yes, and I, I definitely felt like I was soaring. It was it. It reminds me of the the you know main theme from Chrono Trigger that gets played in a similar fashion to uh, you know ah oh, we're ready to go and get the bad guy and triumphant moving forward. It's a very similar vibe, but I honestly like this tune better. If I'm if I'm being honest. <laughs> That was a sentence. Uh, I I really really enjoyed this. It was very pretty, very uh, again with the timpani. It's just the Chrono Trigger vibes are hitting me hard on this one. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's very very pretty piece of music. I'm liking all the major chords. I'm liking all of it. Good good piece of music. Like that a lot. Way to end. I good ending. T- Got to agree. I mean, going out on a high note. Really, it was a, a very beautiful track. Yeah, well done. Well well played. This is a good soundtrack. I hope with all of my might that that Xenogears gets a uh, gets the Chrono Cross treatment. That would be wonderful because then I could play it on modern hand a uh, modern platform with some modern trappings to maybe help uh, mitigate some of the clunky old RPG uh, trappings that this game suffers from. Because mm-hmm. I would really like to experience it. It seems like the kind of thing that I, I would like, um, possibly even more than, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles seems to be a really big deal these days. And I just don't think I'm ever going to be able to get into it. Uh, I just don't think I'm in the headspace to do that. But a, a retro RPG from this time, I might be able to might be able to do Right. It. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I'm, I'm kind of hoping that Sea of Stars later this year kind of reignites my love of turn-based RPGs because the demo for that was wonderful. Um and more Yasunori Mitsuda music, so huzzah! <laughs> well, any final thoughts before we wrap this up? No. Uh, well, I, the only thing I could think of is this was a really uh, great episode. I, I appreciated um, you know, having someone else kind of show us something that we, we're not familiar with at all. And then I did enjoy the blurbs, too, and there was a part of me that laughed every time you said Cronodin says. <laughs> I imagine like an animated version of him like, well, you see, and he's got like a monocle and a top hat for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> so. Uh, but no, it's, this was a lot of fun. I, I Again, I appreciate the, the input. I appreciate all the input from uh, from everyone who joins us on Discord. I love chatting with you guys. It's a lot of fun sharing things and then turning each other on to other uh you know stuff we may or may not know and it's it's a lot of fun so let's keep that going yeah i agree really uh chrono Din, this was a great pick and thank you very much for the blurbs giving me some some context for these songs um that was uh it was a lot of fun and that's it that's our show uh matt it's your pick it's a- for the next episode what, what are we listening to um so one of the one of the things i want to do for you chris is really to cut down that list right you have we 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 uh, look at a list every time, and uh, you know Chris thinks of a song. Oh, I want to, I want to do this game. Um, it was a no-brainer when I looked at that list. Uh, I, I said to myself, "This was one of my favorite games. Uh, we have to do it." So our next episode is going to be uh, Tetris from the DS. So Tetris DS, wonderful, makes a yeah. a fun companion piece to the uh, PictoBits episode we just did. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a, a blast. Um, Good luck picking tracks on that one because they're all winners. 
I'm just going to turn the game on. That's, <laughs> just that's it. just, just let it ride. Just let it ride, indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there we go. We here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. We have a couple of ways you can do that. There's the Geekade Discord channel, in which we have a Waveback chat, where we frequently discuss all manner of stuff related to video game music and whenever our next episodes are going to be. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at And while you're at it, check out our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. Waveback and other Geekade podcasts are made possible thanks to the Geekade Patreon page. There, patrons can get access to a monthly podcast topic and recording schedule, get early access to most of Geekade's shows, including this one and more. If you've enjoyed our podcasts over the years, follow the link in the description and give it a look. We really appreciate it. Finally, as always, be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at Geekade.com. We've got one more for you, and I think it has a description. Let's see here. Uh, outro is called... Two sm- small two of pieces. This is the other vocal song written for this game and plays at the end of the final cinematic and into the staff credits. There are so many other wonderful tracks on this soundtrack that it was really difficult to pick just 10 or 11. If you never play this game and playing it is not super easy to do these days, you at least owe it to yourself to listen to this whole soundtrack and enjoy. Thank you for the wonderful wise words, Chrono Din. Thank you for the wonderful music. And uh, we're going to we're going to leave you now. So enjoy small two of pieces and we'll see you next time for Tetris DS.
just you.